When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk Tom about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. conference version now of our uh, Causeway Street season preview episode as we are only weeks away now thanks to the new schedule set up so and I can't say love I, it I can't say I'm complaining over here you know what I mean I mean what four games get right to it get the regular season started and uh, it's going to be a good one this is the Causeway Street podcast Josue Pavone here Joel Pavone Sean Dutra we got uh, uh, Zach Pelican he's uh he's not in the building but he's, he's on the phone what's up Zach not too much, gentlemen. How you doing? Good, good. So, of course, we're going to have to talk about uh, the Celtics' first preseason game. I mean, around these parts, it was a big deal. The first time we can honestly say that uh, a preseason game sort of meant more than uh, any other preseason game. So, we'll, we'll break that down. But we'll also talk about the other teams in the Eastern Conference because the only two teams we've been uh, discussing on this podcast throughout the entire summer has been the Celtics and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Of course, the, the two clear-cut favorites in the East. But we'll talk about a couple other teams that we think may be in the mix See if, if, if uh, maybe the Washington Wizards or the Toronto Raptors have a chance to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll break that down. And uh, we'll, we'll also get into, uh, uh, in case you missed it, as well. We, we got some breaking news, Joel. Did you, did you say that before the podcast? We got some breaking news or, or some uh, some updated news? Updated news. Well, updated on news. A, uh, a headline. Yes. It was a, a headline that we've, we've been seeing throughout the last couple of days. Yes. Uh, Joel will give us an update on that. Ducho uh, would be extremely happy to hear about this. For in case you missed it. And uh, you know what? Should we get into it? No, no, no. We'll save it. We'll save it. Okay. Reg- regular season right. only. Regular season right. only. We'll, we'll do. Uh, we'll look ahead only for the regular. Oh season. yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready yet. Yeah, you're not ready. Still working on the windpipes. I mean, Sean's got a whole new thing that he's he's got for this one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll debut that in another episode. Plus, Next. he's he's training for his uh, his one on one with the statue. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, that's right. We got it. We got to We got to get much an has update. moved on that front. We got to get an update on that. You got nothing? No. No, I just sort of have you even touched the basketball? No. Okay. All right. Well, there's that. Uh, statue guy has a chance <laughs> when we do find out his name like can we just keep calling him statue guy I like calling him that yeah sure statue guy I, I'm, I'm sure he does too yeah it's better I'm shaking my head <laughs> okay hey, so first, started it first preseason game Celtics Hornets I mean the uh, first half of course was a uh, not I wouldn't say exciting but it was interesting to finally see these guys on the on the floor together uh, playing against NBA competition uh, thoughts guys Kyrie Irving Gordon Hayward uh Al Horford, I thought looked great. It's a crazy, it's crazy different. It's like it's, the it's, Celtics it's, that we know is it's just, different. Yeah, that's uh, that definitely that, that's a good way to put it. Like I, I think we we all <laughs> we all knew like okay, it's gonna be a different team this year. Mad new people coming in, but we like. Do you it, remember? Do you remember uh, after Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett got traded and right? No one had any expectations right for that team, so it was just like all these new faces. I mean, this time around, obviously there are, there's expectations, but I feel like it's just like wow, this this team is completely different. Yeah, you have no like <laughs> like other than I mean, you sort of obviously the team technically is is probably better than it was, but like we get so used to that core of Thomas Bradley, like Smart, 
Crowder, just all, just like that's who the team is. That's yeah. who the squad is. Like, who else is gonna chip in? Now I was like, all right, well, we got it now. Yeah, like a season like, ago, watch, you, just, you just added Horford, yeah. pretty much to the mix. Like watching Kyrie Irving out there and Gordon Hayward out there is just really. We didn't get a huge glimpse of them in Game One. It's a little weird. It, it, it's weird, but <laughs> but I think there's so much potential in in this team. Just watching them play, even though we didn't see too much of Hayward and uh, Kyrie play the first half. I mean. Which was expected. They are fun to watch. Like, just they're fast. They're fast-paced up and down the court. One thing that I did love was how active they were in the passing lanes. They were just trying to get every steal, right, every pass, and then run the run the floor. Yeah, yeah. The defense looked, looked you know, solid for a first preseason game, right? to say the least. I mean, the offense, of course, we know this team can put up points. And, of course, Kyrie Irving, you know, found that, found that offense in the first quarter. But I felt like Gordon Hayward was sort of uh, trying to pick his spots, you know? I felt like he, he was just trying to, uh, you know— Trying to give Kyrie that space that, of course, that he needs, but at the same time, finding ways to be effective. I love the backdoor cut. Yep. You know, I love the uh, the catch and shoot. I mean, those are sort of going to be, I think, the staple of of Gordon Haywood in terms of how he gets his his uh, his his easy buckets. You know, there was a lot of uh, great screens being being made by by Al Horford that freed him up. I love how he didn't uh, necessarily put the ball on the floor in order to score because I think that's going to be part of a, a big part of, of the adjustment he ha- he's going to have to make because in Utah, he would put the ball on the floor a lot. Right. I think alongside Kyrie Irving, you sort of have to adjust. He's going to be the primary ball handler. I think so you have to sort of time to put the ball on the floor. I mean, Kyrie Irving played well, with LeBron yeah. James, right? I mean, well, LeBron yeah, had the no. ball in his hands, nine, not, you know, 80% of the no, time. No, I, I, I'm with you. I, I get that. But I, I think it's, it's encouraging to see him score in different ways than just driving sure. and, and, and cutting to the hoop. But I like, love the backdoor cuts. I love Al Horford. I mean, Al Horford, Man, I know it's only one game, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of the the, the top assists, the yeah, assist leaders for this team. I was just about to mention that uh, with with Horford, I I feel like and and Brad Stevens' system, especially on on offense, is like everybody touches the ball, mm-hmm. right? So and the offense still sort of you're gonna have I, I think, think multiple people run through Al Horford as it as as the big man playing that pick and roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Al Horford thrives in that role. Here's one thing though, I, I we love the short preseason though. Are the Celtics gonna sort of like get the short end of the stick this year. You bring all these new players in because of the yeah, because of that, and then you have four games to just figure it out. Right, like yeah, they yeah. may start the season off a little bit sluggish. I mean, just well, I because think, I think that's going to happen regardless, though. Whether it's four games or six games or seven games, I think that happens regardless because you know you're not a team is not going 100 against you no matter what. You know what I mean? Right. If that makes sense. I, right. I feel I like get you're, that. you're not getting you're, you're incorporating so many pieces. But right. I mean, live and, but you're NBA. not getting the best out of out of those uh, opponents. You know, Still, whether it's, it's five, six, seven games. You know, it's different than just practice, though. I mean, getting up against live that's competition. Like, right. That's instead huge. Of, instead of playing against each other. That's right. true. Right. Uh, Zach, what's your take on the offense? You know, obviously it was a small sample size. Uh, the 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 big three for the Celtics didn't. Uh, playing the second half, so it was very limited. But what was your take of that first quarter, especially? I thought it was good. I mean, you can see the potential with this group immediately. Uh, you know, between Kyrie and, and all the different uh, all the different lanes he's going to open up, and, and all the uh, the attention that he's going to grab out there. I mean, he's going to be really the star of the show. And I think we kind of all figured that as soon as that trade was made, that Kyrie's going to be the guy that they go to. They're going to start the offense and run the offense right through him. And then having a guy like Gordon Hayward, I think it's going to take a little while to see him really get into the flow of the offense. Uh, I think he's going to lay back, just like you guys said. He's probably going to sit back for a little while here until he kind of figures out what Kyrie wants to do, where his comfort level is. And then I think you're going to see Gordon start to take off. So he's a guy for me. I think it's probably going to take maybe 10, 15 games. But you know, I, I think once he gets going, he's going to be a real, real solid perimeter guy. And I think he's going to find himself open a lot more than he did in Utah, where a lot of the focus of that offense was running through his hands. Uh, and, and then, I mean, you, you look at uh, you look at Horford, and I mean, his ability to pass as a big man, I mean, w- 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 I think for for big guys, he was what? The, the top assist guy for anyone who's considered a center or played minutes at center last year. He was one yeah. of the best passers in the I league. I heard some so. crazy stat on that last year, last, or maybe it was in the game. I yeah, don't know no, if I, I think said it, it. I think if, if you were at least uh, six, seven or higher or something, I forget what the statistic was. I mean, the, the height was, but I think he led all – legit big men yeah in and i guess yeah. he was one of the f- only five centers that have averaged five plus assists right. like true centers over the past like 40 years or something like that yeah. so i mean yeah. he's a, truly a, a new generation center and, yeah, and if right. we can keep him at center like i i don't like him at the four do not like him at the four i like him at the five he brings a different feel at the five yeah. we keep him at center i mean that's that's a game changer you get five assists and you know eight rebounds out of your center with a solid Solid touch from beyond the arc too. Right, and he also gets a lot of open looks this season yep. because of because of the uh, the, the new players. Definitely. 
But Zach, I do remember a, a, a text message that we all received from you before uh, the preseason opener. Mm, called that you out. Had, you, had a, you had a great feeling about the second unit. So what were your thoughts on the I second unit? Very, very impressive in the second half. I actually, a lot of the first half, I was kind of in and out of the game. I'll, I'll be completely honest there. But the second half, Closer. I watched wire to wire. And um, I really like what I saw. That, that second unit is going to be, I, I think it has a potential to be possibly the best bench we've seen in the last four or five years. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing depth in every position now. I mean, Daniel Tice, I, let's not go crazy. Train. Let's get on the Tice train. I, I'm on that train. Choo-choo. I hopped on that train real fast. Now, now I'm not going to sit oh, here man. and say he's going to be 14-7 every night, but that that's the type of energy you want to see out of your guys that are 6'10", 6'11", big guys. He's, he's uh, moving really well. Uh, moved well on the offensive end, which was a huge surprise. I mean, everyone kind of said, well, he's a good rebounder out of the German league. He can defend a little bit uh, at the four and the five. And that's kind of what he's going to do. Him and Baines are just going to bang bodies underneath. But he was moving really well for a big guy. He was able to get into the lane. He was offensive rebounding, which is something that Boston's been dying to have the last couple of years. So if he can be that player in uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes a night, He's going to carve himself a really nice role really fast for this team because as of right now, they only have two big men who are truly in the rotation right now between Baines and, and Horford. I wouldn't say – I mean, Morris is a stretch four, so you're not really counting him yeah, as no. a true big man. No. So at the end of the day, I mean, there is plenty of opportunity for Tice to get into this rotation. Outside of that, I mean, we know what Marcus is. We know what Jalen is. Both of those guys, athletic perimeter guys Marcus looks uh, he looks very good with uh, the dropped weight that he's had I'm, I'm going to expect the same thing out of him that I had in, in past years where you know he's going to knock down a few shots and then he's going to go ice cold that's that's who he is I, I've kind of right. accepted that Jalen offensively I think has an opportunity to take a big step up especially when he's in that second unit he's going to be a go-to guy he's going to get a lot of shots that he wasn't getting a year ago and the same thing with Jason Tatum not a great uh, debut performance for him but you know he had that one um I think it was more or less a step uh, a step away or a step back a step uh, jumper back, that yeah, he had yeah. Yeah, on that near side where I was like, you know what? There's not a lot of rookies who are going to knock that shot down with that type of confidence mm-hmm. and be able to take that shot. And I think he's going to do just fine on that second year. Him and Jalen, that's going to be a very nice uh, duo that we're going to see quite a bit of. Yeah, uh, the extension and, and, too. Uh, that, that's a tough shot to block. Yeah. It is, it is. I mean, he's a lot bigger than I think people give him credit for. I mean, yeah. he's a legit 6'8". You know, yeah, he is a yeah. true wing. And, and uh, you know, he'll be able to play a little bit of four as, as a stretch guy as well. He rebounded the ball pretty well. I was I was really happy with that. Defensively, he was pretty active, which is kind of where I've been uh, a little weary about him going into the season. I kind of thought, uh, you know, when he gets up against some of those bigger guys, some of those more athletic players, he might have some issues. But, he, uh, you know, for game one, uh, he really didn't look too bad there. I think the real key, though, for me going forward, I'm going to watch a lot and very closely Terry Rozier. I think he's going to play a lot of point guard in that second unit this year. And, you know, can he run that offense? Can he get that second unit to play at the pace that they want him to play at, as well as being able to, you know, slow things down, run the half court? And then defensively, I mean, Avery Bradley's gone. Everyone kind of just shifted their focus and said, well, Marcus Smart's going to be the new defensive guy or Jalen Brown's going to be the new defensive stopper. Terry Rozier has every skill in the bag to be able to be a defensive stopper on that second unit. So I think it's a huge opportunity for him to really step up and uh, and be that number two point guard on the team too. Well, if well not, you got Shane Larkin in the wing. I was just going to say, well, well let, let me ask <laughs> you this, back pocket there. Is there a chance that, that that spot could be up for grabs? You know, I mean, Shane Larkin is someone no, that – It's Rozier's spot to lose, I think. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though. Do you think that's a, he's in danger of that? You know, you talk about someone that can play defense. You talk about someone coming off the coming off the bench that you want to play defense efficiently, run the offense, be that floor general while Kyrie Irving gets his rest. I mean, between him and Shane Larkin, I mean, Shane Larkin obviously has to prove himself, but at the same time, I mean, you would say the I don't know does have the experience. Not yeah, not only that, but the tools may be there in terms of if you depending on what you want, though. Of course, if you want that. F- flash of offense right off the bench that pure you know score and 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 terry rosier then rosier's your guy but if you're looking for somebody that can give you a little bit of both i mean i don't know it could be it, it could be his for the taking if he's able to keep it up and, and prove himself larkin's a nice piece to have on the end of your bench because i think he brings some depth at the point guard position and he can run point i think we've seen that before but you know you know what you're getting out of larkin i mean he's not going to defend well he'll distribute the ball he won't turn the ball over he really won't score but like rosier has the ability that anytime he's out there on the court he could easily go for you know 15 20 points that night 
make a couple big plays. Where Larkin, you're just gonna get the guy that's not gonna make him make a huge mistake. You know well, what I mean? I, I just like I just like the fact when Larkin came in, I felt like that helped Tatum get going because he was yeah, he, 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 he wasn't yeah because he not only that but he got tights going as well. Like I think those three guys right. as odd of of a, a pairing or sure. a combo of those three guys looked. You know, coming off the bench, but when they were playing together, they look comfortable playing together. So, so I, I, I sort, I sort of agree with Zach's point. Overall, the second unit did look pretty good. But if you're gonna rely on Jalen Brown to be your offense on the second unit, you're gonna struggle. I think it depends who you're playing, though. I mean, but I, I'm just saying, like on your on your second unit, what I'm seeing is if Tatum takes a while to develop. You have a huge void of scoring coming off your bench, of just a score coming off your bench. Because I'm sorry, I'm not ready to say that Jalen Brown, I'm giving him a chance this year. I will give him a chance, but I'm not ready to say he's the scorer going to be in our second unit. Offense is going to go through Jalen Brown in in the second unit. Well, you forgot about Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart isn't going to be, he's not, we've seen it in the past. We know what Marcus Smart is. He's not a guy that can score. Well, I think, well, I think that's why he needs to make this leap, and I'm sure that's what Zach's about to say right now. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I was going to say, additionally, we, the second unit is going to be either Smart or Brown. It's not going to be both because you figure one of them is going to be in that starting lineup next to uh, uh, Kyrie in the backcourt. Right. So you kind of have to choose which one. And, I mean, neither one of them – I don't think we can sit here and say that either one of them are going to be a 20-plus point-per-game guy. But in the same breath, I think the tools are there for Jalen Brown to take that big step forward. I'll be totally honest. You look at some of the highlights that you got from Brown a year ago, and you say, wow, he really is you know, a solid player. He can do a lot of great stuff. But you look at the stat line, it's really not that impressive what he did a year ago for a third overall pick. Jalen Brown? very average. Yes. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Yeah. And he has to take a big step <laughs> yeah, forward. Of I think it, Yeah, Jalen Brown. <laughs> average, is, average is hell. Average is hell the first year. Average is hell. Our average is... Because averages, they're averages. Because they're averages. Of I, course. Mean, I mean, that's why he got those DMPs, right? Listen, he, here's, it was a short leash. Yeah. I think I'm going to make a bold prediction. Ooh. If Jason Tatum isn't the third leading scorer on this team, we could be having some offensive struggles. The third? The third? No, he's not going to average, he's average more than Horford? Horford? Yeah. How yeah, many smart. points did Horford have? Hey, how many points did Horford average last year? 15. And Marcus Morris. 15. And Marcus 15. Morris. Wow. Yes. And Marcus Morris, too. There you go. Yes, I think I think you need you need you need a third score. Like we're gonna have more offense than we've had out of two players with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, right? But the thing is, last year when we had we had the team with our the the role players there, right? Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, um, Al Horford, not a role player, but whatever, right? They Avery weren't. They, well, no, the, the guys that are here right now, they weren't. Oh, they weren't really like taking over games offensively, right? But uh, the like, good thing about is a year ago, a year ago, but yeah, the their good, roles were different. Right. But you had Jay Crowder there. You had Avery Bradley there. Right. Who could fill in the gaps for when, when Isaiah wasn't wasn't scoring. I'm just saying, keep an eye out for that, because I don't think it's a huge problem. But if Tatum takes a while to get going and Brown isn't coming out like a world beater offensively, I think he's a good basketball player where he will be contributing and making winning plays like a Marcus Smart. Well, I just think you need scoring from that second unit, and I don't see where you're going to get it from unless it's Jason Tatum. It goes back to what what me and Sway have been preaching since the the arrival of Kyrie Irving. If the Celtics, or, well, mainly Celtics fans, are relying on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to score double digits every single night, that's a lot yeah. to ask for. I, I agree, because, I mean, if you are... I mean, we didn't see Marcus Morris, and that's another body that can score and is going to be eating up minutes, right? Which can't be overlooked. It can't, as much as you want to make fun of that, Marcus Morris is going to have a big spot on this team. This yeah, year. he's cemented into the rotation. Right. You're going to have to find scoring coming from somewhere. And when we look at it, we have Brown and Tatum, really, because those are the two guys that you're expecting to expand their offensive roles this year, which... So you're gonna you're gonna ignore Aaron Baines and his ten points? I'm gonna ignore <sighs> Aaron Baines and his ten points. Yeah, Tommy Tyson wasn't ignoring that dude though. Well, yeah, well, I, was, I was, he was more into something else. Something but. else. Hey. I was just gonna say, little schlong. Let's look into the well, uh, big schlong to the, eh? the to the defensive side of things. Uh, Zach, how <laughs> how gonna... put together is Aaron Baines? I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about his? Uh, I don't know if Zach got to look at him in the shower his, like Tommy did. His Celtics debut because I I, I love the uh, you know the, the enforcer role. 
for Aaron Baines on this team. I mean, this this Celtics team, I always said ever since the Kyrie Irving trade, the defensive the defensive end of things is what concerns me the most about this team. Can this team, you know, make huge stops at the end of games, prevent teams from from you know closing out games where where it comes down to the wire? I mean, because that was the defensively that, that was the backbone of this team the last two years. That is how the Celtics defeated some of the best teams in the NBA the last two years. It was the defensive side coming up with those big stops and of course converting on the offensive end. You know, we all know that both of those both of these. Uh, acquisitions over the summer are going to deliver offensively so there's not much of a concern there but on the defensive end can this team make stops and do you see Baines as someone that can be one of those defensive anchors for this team can they make stops yes and I think they will I think Boston should be one of the better defensive teams in the NBA this year my biggest fear with this team is I think even though defensively they should be close to what they've been the last couple of years I still don't think they're a great uh, rebounding team. And with someone like Kyrie Irving, who's going to give up shots, he's going to give up the lane a few times a game, you know, he's going to get beat. No questions asked there. I think there's going to be an opportunity for, or I think there's going to be a little bit of a struggle, I guess I should say, in terms of being able to defend the basket and be able to get those defensive rebounds. So I do worry about that. Um, the, the the telling number with Boston, I think, unquestionably, is going to be how many second chance points are they giving up to opposition? Oh, what is? Because if they're that's if been they're the giving, question for the past what twenty years of the Boston Celtics? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh since, since KG and and, and Perk were giving up second chance. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they were still one of the worst yes. uh, rebounding teams in in those championship that championship season. But yeah, no, I hear what you're I, saying. I think that's going to be the telling stat because I think defensively their efficiency ratings are going to be great. I think they've got a lot of good individual defenders. I think once the system uh, vets in for a lot of these players who are are new uh, to Brad Stevens' team and and, and, his uh, different nuances on the defensive end, I think once they get going, they're going to be really solid defensively. But like I said, if they're giving up offensive rebounds, they're still going to have the same issues that they had a year ago. All right. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into the the teams that that I'm gonna give them fits. Obviously, not the Cleveland Cap aside from the Cleveland Cavaliers because we all know that it's gonna be a tough matchup for them throughout the entire season. But well, considering that the Celtics have no one taller than than Baines at six ten, Baines ain't seven feet. No, there's no seven foot on his team. He's just a giant. That's why he just has that build. Horford six nine. Tice is six nine. You don't need a a seven footer anymore. You you don't need a seven footer anymore. Yeah, because you. I'm not saying I'm not saying you need a seven footer, but you need you need like an enforcer. I think I think they'll they'll be fine. I, I I truthfully think that if Tice can play. That type of way with that athleticism and that rebounding prowess, I think you're going to see him sort of take when it, over. When it's not October 2nd? Yes, when it's not it. October 2nd. But I'm just saying. You're relying on Tice to, to, to do that. So you're relying on Baines after. Defensively, after, yes. No. Yes. I think I, he would be a better defender than Tice. I do. No, I don't think Consider, so. Considering he has championship experience, yes. Yes. Baines is going to be more important than you think. Listen. Don't say Baines has championship experience. He does. How, many, how much did he play in that team? He played right behind Tim Duncan. He, he was the he third from string. The, from the school of POP, man. There you go. School of pop. <laughs> we just talked about that last week. All right. We'll see how his championship experience shows. Well, you'll see. Hey, more Daniel so, Tice won a German League championship. More so than more so than, than Morris. No, nah, I'm just... Come on, man. Um, <laughs> All right, which team is giving these guys comp? It's... We got the Toronto Raptors. So, we got the Washington Wizards. I mean, the, the Wizards... Bucks. There's three. The Bucks. That's true. I put the Bucks in there. I mean, There's I bring the Wizards, up the I Raptors, bring up the Wizards Bucks. because I I still say I mean, if Kelly Olynyk doesn't drop damn near thirty in that game seven, I'm not quite sure the Celtics come out of that series. I I think that they were that close, and I think that they're going to be knocking on that door again this season. I think the Wizards are going to be right there. I think the I think the Wizards are definitely your biggest challenger outside of the Cavaliers. outside Cleveland. Yes, yeah. agreed. I I'd say the Raptors. They, they had fits with still, the Raptors huh? last year. They did, uh, yeah. No but, one, the yeah, Celtics, right. nobody in the Celtics wanted to see the Raptors in the in the playoffs last year, and they were lucky not to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, well, that was true. Because but something about the way they play in the playoffs, I, I just don't, I, I don't. Doesn't okay. strike fear for the Celtics. I, I don't. All right. Yeah, I'm I can almost, agree with that. But I'm, it's still, it's still. But during the regular season, series. I mean, yeah. he was. I mean, he. They were. Ah, he. They were one of the top teams in the East. That's Good one, I'm more worried about Milwaukee than the Raptors actually this year. In the regular season, and and uh, overall, okay. I just I just think Milwaukee's. Gonna, well, they beat the Celtics too in the regular season. Yeah, I just think Milwaukee's sort of got like a like a different vibe out there. I don't know, like when you have the Greek Freak and you have all these pieces. Like if you look at the roster, their their roster is filling out pretty nicely with role players, and then well, their biggest they're they're pretty big down low. 
Yeah, and they're and they're <laughs> they're, they're big one through five. You get it? Yes, they're they're, they're, they're put five. together. They're put together down low. Calm down, there, Tommy. Yeah. Okay, I took a look at Baines in the shower. I, I, he looks like all of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he is really put together. Zach, what do you think? What's uh, which team is going to throw some fits for the Celtics? Uh, I still like Toronto, just like Joel said. I yeah. I, I think it's. Uh, they still, for me, player for player, probably match up the best against uh, the Clevelands and the Bostons in the East. I think they're the, mo- the most star power. And I'm anxious to see what they do now with Serge Ibaka after a half season. Are, are, is he going to be a little bit more assimilated to that team? Is he going to be someone that they can rely on a little bit more offensively, uh, as well as being a shot blocker down low? So I still think it's Toronto. I'll, I'll give you a team that I really like outside of Toronto and Washington. I think Detroit is sneaky good this year. Uh, no, man, come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on, dude. Yeah. I'll take I'll take the seventy sixes over Detroit any day. This uh, I mean, talking about Washington, so I mean they do have a player who's only uh, a little uh slightly not as good as Gordon Hayward and Avery Bradley. Listen. We don't have to get into that. I'm sticking by that, man. Gordon no, Hayward is like your. You'll, you'll find no, out this, this year. You'll find out when Avery Bradley is the focal point of the office. Oh, yeah. See and what happens. And then, no, and the and then they go away their enforcers, 11 though. wins all year. Detroit's going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I the think. Celtics took away their enforcers, though. So it's all good. No Morris, no Baines. Yeah. I, 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 I sort of think, you know, Avery Bradley will have a good year in Detroit, yes, but that team is going fucking nowhere, dude. That team's going nowhere. They're probably going to trade Drummond at the trade deadline. Like, I think that team's going absolutely nowhere. All right. Anybody else? So I I do I do think Philly's going to make a run and they're going to be a tough four uh, like four five matchup if you well maybe not four five no yeah they could easy no I mean if Toronto well, they can make the, they can make the playoffs let me some Joel Embiid now but you know no you got Aunt, did you see Ben more Simmons than thirty games I'm just saying Ben Simmons looked like the real deal in that first, it was the first preseason game so I some, get it so someone else who didn't play last year didn't play last year you have Markel Fultz you have Joel Embiid. You have Sarich there, who had a really good season last no, they year. Have, they they have, have horses. They have horses. I'm not saying that, but can the horses keep up in an 82 sure. game season? Sure, but I'm. I, no, what the? They have horses, really? How many games <laughs> they win last year? What the hell are you talking? You're sitting there. You're gonna what talk the? Yo, is it, is, Zach, are you have, like, serious, bro? On their team. Ben football Simmons, number one overall pick. Mark 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 Fultz, number overall pick. Joel Embiid. Easily, who gives what? a shit? Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! It doesn't mean anything. Oh no! Zach, the the Detroit Pistons are gonna have a better record than the. Sixers. How about you tell me oh, more yeah. about Milwaukee? Who's Milwaukee's number two? As soon as you take off G, uh, Giannis, you take him off of the court. Who's the number two? Brogdon. Oh yeah, that's gonna put that's gonna fear put fear right in the rest of the Eastern Conference. Who's Detroit's number two? Who's Detroit's number two? Is it Brogdon out for a little bit? Who's Detroit's number two? Oh, Brogdon's out. Oh, okay. Well, you know that makes you. I don't know. Pick between Jackson and uh, Avery Bradley. Drummond. Drummond. That's the three. Okay, so you have Avery Bradley and Andre Drummond. And that that's supposed to be the Philadelphia 76ers team. That's If Joel Embiid can stay, if they're going to rest Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons legitimately looks like an, an all-star the way he's playing so far <laughs> in one game. No, fine. Just laugh at it. But when we're 20 games into the season and this dude's averaging 20 points and 10 assists a night, then we can laugh at it. Whoa, we'll see. whoa, yeah, we'll okay. see. We'll right. see. Twenty uh, and ten. We'll see in the third game of the regular season when the Celtics take on the Sixers. All, right, all I'm saying is how that how, team, how deep they are. That team has been building for this Sh- moment, but, but Sean, for this year, not where for this finally year. Finally, they get NBA. They have been building. They for have this year. Markel Fultz. Guys, they, they have, have ben Amir Johnson and JJ Redick. <laughs> They're gonna be all right. Don't sleep on JJ Redick as your freaking. As your shooting guard in that lineup? Listen, Sean. Obviously, squad, the team is man. built for the future, but they're not, they're not building for this year. I mean, look, we're talking about guys who are the last two, the last two uh, drafts. I think it's safe to say that a lot of the, the the best players in those drafts aren't guys that are like that are arrived to their teams ready to drop twenty and ten, like you say. You know what I mean? These are guys that are going to take years to develop. I mean, Covington though. What about Covington? Covington's a role player. No, I'm saying I'm just meant this like this. The team, the team is a lot. I, I agree with Sean. The team is a lot deeper than people are going to give him credit for. No, yes. but I think yes. I think, because no one has seen Ben Simmons no, or I, Markel Fultz play, but they're the I back-to-back think, number one picks. I think you're overhyping these players into thinking that they're going to be all stars next year. I don't think. Put it this way: they won't. They won't be a single all star on that team. 
Oh. Well, okay. No, there'll be one. Okay, you know what? There may be one. Embiid could make but, the all-star team. But it won't be. Yeah, because he, he almost made and, it last and year. And Ben Simmons may make but, the all-star but team. But there's not going to be like a bonafide like, superstar. You guys, you guys are. 20 and 10, that's 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 damn near a, a superstar. That's what, I, I'm just. I, I, that is a superstar, actually. Easily, yeah. easily it's a superstar. But <laughs> well, it, it depends. Some people define superstars as like you have to be top five. The, so it all depends on how, on the criteria you the have. The Eastern Conference for sucks this year. It That's why I'm thinking, okay, yeah, but Embiid it's all can different. make it. It's all different. I'm sure it's in, in case you missed it, but we'll talk about I mean, that in a bit. Because, I mean, well, <laughs> well not. Nah, well, yeah, it's different because of that, but it's also different because, you know, we talked about this months ago. Jimmy Butler, Paul George. I mean, the list goes on. All these all-stars are out west now. Paul so Millsap. There's, there's, all there's, gone. There's chances for, for middle-tier no. all-stars to bump up and or borderline all-star players that, that didn't make it last year to make it this year. And, by the way, Milwaukee does have – a pretty good team. Number two, I think you're gonna go with Jabari Parker. Uh, if, if his knees are, if he can play, left there. if yeah, he can play. If. But then you do have some depth. You have Jason Middleton. Terry? You have uh, Jason, Jason Terry is on the team. <laughs> yes. Thon Maker. Don't sleep on Thon Maker. I'm just saying they got a lot. I'll sleep on him. All right, fine. <laughs> Just, okay. I'll sleep on him. I'll sleep on Chris Middleton. I'll take a nap with uh, with, with Greg Monroe. Snell? Snell? I'm just they saying. Got, yeah, they got James Young, though. They got the James Young train. Monroe, they didn't oh, look great. Did they have James Young? <laughs> and Gerald Green. They picked him up last week. Oh, that's hey. right. Gerald Green. Guys, 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 though. You got to remember, though. The expectations of Old an Eastern Conference places. team is pretty low <laughs> right now. Like, you, you will – that – the Bucks are going to be one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference this year. They're going to be. They're, All right, I'll give you that. They'll be better than Detroit. All right, but they're probably going to be. Not saying much. Much put, it's not saying much. How much, much. you putting on it? I'll put. No. Oh, you want to put? I will bet that. No, 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 no betting. Play it one on one. Somehow, I want to. I want to see a one on one. But you mean right. that? Yeah. What the fuck? He's like seven foot four, dude. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're going to let him dunk on you, right? <laughs> no, he can't. Zach can't dunk on me though. He as long as I don't have to pay myself silver, I, I think it's <laughs> a fair bet. I don't know. Don't sleep on the. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. I actually do that. Whoever loses. Gets to pay themselves silver. The Bucks and the 76ers <laughs> will be better than the Detroit Pistons this year. Hands down. All, All right, right. Top four. Top four knees. Like, like we did last week. Okay. Celtics. Cleveland. <laughs> Why did you pause there? Can we go, no, 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 <laughs> no, Can we go no. top five? Let's go no, top five. No, no. You're thinking was, ahead. No, no. Because I was thinking, like, do I just put them in order? But I'm like, that's fine. I'll just leave it at Celtics yeah. and Cleveland. Uh, Washington. I still think Washington. Yeah. Because they didn't make any yeah. changes. And they're, they're, they're kind of they're similar to the Celtics in year three of, like, Brad Stevens. Right. That you know they they trust each other. It's a it's a they're, they're, they 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 went they want to win two series. They want to get to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they yeah. went as far as they, they have ever not ever but like since the seventies. So yeah. they're they're hungry. Right. Uh, number four, I'm gonna say Toronto. Yeah, you get you gotta you. That's what you said off the jump, man. You gotta yeah. stick with the Raptors. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with the, I'm stick with the Raptors. And then and then the and then the fifth, Milwaukee. Pick pick one. You know what? Let's go for, let's go to five. I think we right, go to fifth, five. Yeah, but here's, well, thought, here's my, here's my sleeper. Here's my sleeper in like the, the bottom like the bottom from five to like eight. Uh, you know, Miami. Miami was one game away from making the yeah. playoffs last year. They they they're healthy this year. They got Kelly O, baby. Kelly O's gonna and, be and, Kelly O's <laughs> gonna be a focal point there. I don't know why, but I feel like he is. And you know what though? It's not that Miami really got better, but teams that were above them. Got way worse. Like the Pacers out of the picture now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a couple teams, but the Hornets are the Hornets real? They got Dwight Howard. Really, like they may they may be the eight seed this year. I don't know, but yeah, Atlanta's not nowhere. Atlanta's gone. Yeah. Atlanta's Chicago out. gone. Chicago's I mean, gone. All these teams that are in the mix are yeah, nowhere. Just now yeah. they just dropped. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. let everybody go. Fell from grace. Uh, Zach, what do you got? Top five dead or alive. Top five, top five. Uh, I like. <laughs> He's like I like the Cleveland. 70, uh, I like Wolf. Cleveland one uh, because they have a, I, they got a little bit more continuity, a few more players that have been there a little bit longer, and, and uh, they got the best player in, in the conference. Let's let's be honest. It's called call a spade a spade. Boston two, only in the conference. Boston two, uh, Toronto three. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Detroit four. Uh, I like that team. Uh, I'm gonna take them four. Ooh. <laughs> And uh, Washington. Five. I like this. Hey, I like this. We, we can look. It, we can look back on this in uh, four or five months oh, and see, see what happens. It's good. I can't wait but, at the All Star break when when freaking Detroit's one five. Me games. putting the Celtics over Cleveland, not because I think talent wise, but I think record wise they'll have more wins because Cleveland they really don't care That's, what seed they are. <laughs> so Eastern Conference Finals, you guys think it's set? Yeah, it's those. Oh two. yeah. Oh yeah, unless something this is an injury. Of barring course. some, yeah, barring some catastrophic injury, yeah, that's those two. Top five: Celtics, Cavs. 
Wizards, Bucks. I'm just good. Seventy Sixers. Seventy Sixers in the fifth spot. Jesus. Raptors. Fat just because of his Detroit comment, you're gonna go there? Okay. No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. So I, better than the Raptors. You really like this team yeah, way I, too much. No, I just don't. I just don't think that the. I don't think that the Raptors. I think the Raptors have hit their ceiling where they were like not last year, but the year. Yeah, before but because that. these yeah, conference oh, is yeah, so yeah, weak, yeah, their true. ceiling is gonna be a top three team. No, but but I think, top four. But I think now like they're not the top dog in the in the Atlantic Division anymore. It's the same exact team though. It's the same team, but like. I just don't know. I they don't didn't know. lose anybody except for PJ Tucker. Yeah, and they're locked in. With, <laughs> yeah. They're locked in with those three guys. You know, Abaka, DeRozan, yeah. and Lowry. Like right? a, so full season, a, full, a, a full season, a full season with Abaka. Two to three years could could be could make the difference between like oh, a third and a fourth seed for them. I think I think that's true. I think it could make the the, the difference between a third seed and a and a sixth seed. I think that they are right between that area and. So you know, you're you're going to you're going to get another career year out of DeMar DeRozan. Is he going to get better or is he going to get a little worse? Right, so, but, so that you, is the best we see out of DeRozan last year. So do you think it's going to be like bunching again as, it, as, as yeah. it's been in the yes. last? Yes, I do. I, and I, I think I think so. Then, so then Zach's Zach's pick of Detroit is not that far fetched. No, because I think Detroit's going to be like, you know, part of that outside of the bunch scenario where there's you probably have your your I think the top three seeds will have a little separation, but four through six. Well, four through seven, I think, will be separated by just a couple of games. They'll just bunch up there. Maybe they're all right around 40 to 45 wins, something around there. You know what I mean? All right. Anybody outside of the, of the playoff picture could sneak their way in, possibly. Brooklyn. Wow. I maybe. See, I, I didn't see that one coming. Maybe <laughs> Brooklyn has. I mean, they've. Did you just say Brooklyn? They could. <laughs> Do you know how bad? I'm saying as an, ace, as an eight seed, if somebody said Miami last year, the Eastern Conference sucks. I think no, you really like that draft class. Are you you telling me do you believe in D'Angelo Russell? Because that's the only way they even no, have a chance to make the playoffs. I think D'Angelo Russell. You have Damari Carroll. You have Damari you have, Carroll. You have just players that like will Mozgov, baby. Ma- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even on that train. Tyler that's Zeller their is big. A oh, Tyler Zeller's a Brooklyn. <laughs> they're big uh, three. I mean, those three names with new places, including Mozgov. That's their big three. Yeah, it's it's Lynn bad. It's Sanity. bad, but I think that this, yeah, Jeremy Lin's there too, man. Don't Cleveland's gonna him. be pissed, John. Yeah. Just, they have I'm, they have a guy on their team named Spencer Dinwiddie. Hey, I, we watched him live. Remember Dinwiddie balled up against the Celtics last year in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> and we were out there. Right. I was like, who the hell is Dinwiddie? And <laughs> also have Dinwiddie. All the Brooklyn fans Dinwiddie. are like, how dare you? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know Dinwiddie. You don't know. You don't know DW. Come this on, man. They still have a Dinwiddie jersey, a number forty-seven jersey, or something. They still dude. have Whitehead. You know yeah. DW. Come oh, on, I say guys. Whitehead. Yeah, get on, get on board. It, <laughs> nah, I I just think the I say Brooklyn because why the fuck not? They like really when you when you want to pick if you want to pick the top eight teams. I mean, I mean, if we said Sacramento last week, could yeah, possibly you know what I mean for the West. I'm like, just saying Brooklyn because you got you got Brooklyn. Right you have the Magic. You have the Pacers. You have the Knicks. You have the. Um, are you are you naming the worst teams the worst in the Eastern Conference? In the Eastern Conference. <laughs> yeah. So what? Chicago. And Chicago, right? All so, of those five teams. I mean, there's no, how, somebody could win a couple extra games and get into the playoffs. I mean, I truthfully think. I mean, out of all those teams you mentioned, yeah, I think I think I'm, I have to agree that Brooklyn would, would probably kind of run away from those teams yes, this year. I, I don't Brooklyn agree with that at all. Brooklyn has no reason No, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to they're no, separate themselves. I don't themselves. think. In, I, Indiana I, I, has, I think they're one of the worst teams out of all those teams you just named. But worse, have, worse than the Bulls. Worse no, than they're not worse, worse than, than the Bulls. Knicks. They're not worse than the Pacers. They're not worse than the Knicks. Yes, they're worse than the Knicks. No, they're not yes. worse than the Knicks. The Knicks are awful. Who is running this team? You tell me, D'Angelo Russell is going to be. Hey, what is he going to be exactly? All, all I can say is you could. Who is winning them games? Can, can That's they the win? Better question. Can they win thirty-five games this year? No, no, no chance. Can the Pacers win thirty-five? They games? They didn't win thirty-five games last year, and they had Brooke I Lopez. It, I think it's two years combined that they didn't win thirty-five <laughs> yeah. games. Probably if I had to guess. They had they had Brooke Lopez at nah, least. Nah, just 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 yeah, don't don't stay. They could make a little run to the A spot. Clearly, the conversation was a lot more interesting a week ago when we were talking about the <laughs> I know, West. We're like, yeah. this See, the conference, conference is stacked. The like, conference hey, really Brooklyn does suck that the much. We were talking about Phoenix last week, and we we're like, oh, they can they can kind of you know. Make it interesting. What, one right, team, one team we didn't talk I, about. I guess my top five is going to be pretty boring because it, well, it, it's Brooklyn's standard. not in my top five, man. It's no, I know, but like twisted, I, I just bro. can't believe you put I just, them in the I just, playoff I, spot. I just asked a, like a sleeper that could yeah, I think we yeah. challenge. Yeah, yeah no, no, I understand that. Challenge. Challenge. Who's your and sleeper? And you said Brooklyn. Who's your, who's your sleeper then? 
Well, let, let, let me say okay, this top five. Brooklyn. Come on, guy. Come on. I can't believe that's your sleeper. Who are you, who are you gonna go with? A My sleeper, sleeper last year. I mean, last year, last week was the Portland Trailblazers. Oh. You, you said the Brooklyn Nets. Wait. The Hawks? You're going to put the Hawks <laughs> in the sleeper, AC? Right? No, the Brooklyn's better than them. I didn't that's say the Hawks. You're talking I'm just about. saying. I'm talking about I, that was the team I was thinking of when I couldn't remember it. Oh, the fucking Hawks, oh, you're man. talking they about suck. what's the alternative? I got you. Okay. All right. Cleveland, Boston, uh, Washington, Toronto, Milwaukee. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. okay nothing crazy. Uh, I feel like from six to eight. It's a, I don't know. So we, you're saying a sleeper to, to squeeze to into the playoffs? Squeeze into the playoffs. Or battle. Like, like I don't know. Like the Heat last year. Like the Heat last year. Right. Yeah. Someone that's there. I don't know. Like, the heat, last year it was between the Heat, the Hornets, and, the and like Bulls. And, and 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 the Bulls. Well, the Bulls. No, the yeah. Bulls. Okay. Because right. they were the eight spot, right? Yeah. But I felt like um, I felt like Detroit was in there too. Yeah. Now that you look at the Eastern Conference bottom dwellers, like after the Heat, because the Heat will probably make the playoffs, and like, I mean, and maybe Zach, even if you're high on Detroit, you know what? I'm probably gonna go with Charlotte. Okay. Charlotte as your. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte was sleeper. there last year. That's yeah. not really. I don't know. If yeah. Yeah. No, no, but, no, but they didn't make the playoffs last year. They didn't make it. I mean, they were nine, but they I think didn't? they'll 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 make it. No, the Hornets. They didn't make the playoffs. They were they finished like ninth or tenth. They they had a terrible stretch of games at, towards the end, and they they were out of the playoff picture. Yeah. You big Dwight oh, fan? And they were in the playoffs up until what March or so, and then they just completely fell apart. Yeah, because right. the, and the, remember Miami went on that crazy run. They won like 20 some games. Yeah, right? all of a sudden <laughs> they leapfrogged <laughs> all kinds of teams. They had like they finished they finished with the the, the league. Oh, yeah. What's his best name record after the All-Star uh, break? Johnson. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne, Dwayne. No, Deion Waiters. Deion Waiters. No, Deion Waiters the other guy, Johnson. Yeah, um the other Johnson. They have two of them. James the Johnson. One, the one with all the tats. Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Oh, the and, no, guy? James Johnson. No. James Johnson. No, the one with all I guess they're both tatted up. The Taddy Taddy. Anyways, yeah, that's my that's my team. The Hornets. I mean, all right. I think the Hornets are going to suck this year again. I mean, if they're healthy, you know, they if prove, they proved last year that they can be a playoff team and they just shit the bed at the end. Like you said, those handful of teams, the, the worst teams in the Eastern Conference, I, mean, you I probably, think they're better than all of them. You so. probably have the two most injury-prone players in the Eastern Conference with Batum and Dwight Howard on the same team, though. I wasn't even thinking about Dwight. Yeah. I'm thinking more of Batum and uh, oh, Kemba, Kemba Walker, Kemba's a, beast. a bonafide all-star. No, Kemba's a beast. I will give you that. Yeah, who's a bonafide all-star on the Nets? I mean, well, the Knicks have a bonafide all star on Porzingis. You don't see me saying they're gonna freaking make the playoffs. Is he a bonafide <laughs> all star though? Like Porzingis? Yeah, 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 yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he made it twice, yeah. and he's not going to not make it. So I think you can put him in that. Yeah, conversation. Por- Porzingis is a bonafide all star. Yeah, but all he, right. has a, he has never made an all star team though. How's he a bonafide all star? Well, he. I mean, <laughs> that's that's my question. <laughs> he's never made an all star team. No, he didn't make it last year. No. He made it last year. Did not. No, probably not. I mean, he's a unicorn though. You know. <laughs> oh, well. Can't deny that. Can't deny that. <laughs> right, well, he's a, he's a future bonafide all star. This year, <laughs> I thought he made it for the first time. No, he no, didn't. no, he didn't. I think he's just. He, I think he's. I think he's a little. I mean, he's obviously got the injury bug. He's like he's, he's always in the. Winner. He's always in the mix. Right. But I don't. He's, but he hasn't made it. Let's huh. talk about. I mean, we're we're talking about all stars. We'll wait. Save it. Save it. We're gonna. Yeah, go, keep going. I'll, I'll save it. Well, whatever. I just think it's gonna be crazy this year. Like, what if all the all stars are just from the Western Conference? What if there's like three all stars from the Eastern Conference issue? No, no, but that's no, but not what's gonna happen. Yeah, okay, he'll he'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain. Later. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't, think, it doesn't change. I think you're confused. Oh, it doesn't change. Doesn't change. It's just a draft. Yeah. So like, what the fuck is this, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's still it's like, twelve players in the East, like, twelve players in the West. That's it's all. like what I get it. Now. It's like I get what it. The, no, it's like hockey the, does. No, no, no. It's like yeah, what hockey the, did it one year. Hockey does it every year. No, I know, but it's permanent. It's permanent. When they still had the rookie slash sophomores, they started doing it that way when they couldn't. Have one team just full of rookies and one team yeah. of second year players. They mixed it up by having captains and shit and picked that way. Mm. Now they do it like the world against the US. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's get into in case you missed it. Sean, you better you better have like the, the, the best version of uh time to look ahead. Since you all after all that hype, because you I'm said gonna, I'm gonna bang it out. Because something for some reason I get the feeling that you're that that, that was just bullshit. Like, what you, the fuck just, is you how how long have you known me? Yeah. What, what am I bullshit? You're top twenty-five. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You're. Um, I didn't really hype that up. Though. <laughs> I didn't hype that up. You kind of did. Nah, did I? Like this one-on-one thing. I. I. I don't know, man. Big. A big part of me is thinking that you. You. This is never going to happen. Yo, I'm not organizing it. You can re- rewind the tape. I said I'm not organizing it. I will show up to play on game day. <laughs> But I'm not fucking going in. What are you, a retired NBA player, bro? You're Somebody too good to organize, organize it, it, dude. I'm All not right. fucking doing it. All right. Like, if everyone, if you guys All right, want to but when happen, you get that phone call and the guy's waiting for you at the court, you better show done. up. Done. I'll be there, up. man. Right. I will be there. All right. Let's get into it in case you missed it. Uh, this episode of the College Street Podcast is, <laughs> well, of course. I'm struggling over there, dude. I don't know what's going on over there. Joel, get you. 
Get your mic get your, situated. Get your, get your mind straight, Joel. All right, we'll get Joel a minute here. Uh, this episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is, of course, brought to you by FanDuel. If you haven't already, head over to FanDuel.com slash Causeway and get yourself signed up for fantasy football. I just keep getting better and better, Sean, so you better look out because I've been doing my thing. And you can do your thing, too, and knock off Sean and see if you can knock me off, too. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you, probably, join- you probably can beat me if you're more than a, a, a decent fantasy football player but join us anyways we got win the some money league. we got the list got the league. listeners league we have yet to win uh win that league yet though so nope we haven't but uh you can if you all if you have to do is sign up head over to fanduel.com slash causeway it's the easiest way to win money for fantasy football and every single week you get a chance to reset your roster so it's that easy that simple you sign up and the money is in your account so hey, do me a favor don't draft dalvin cook this week okay <laughs> okay he's out for the year all right thanks Thanks for the heads up. Or do it. I don't care. Your money. All right. Maybe I will. Do it. <laughs> All right, Joel. Here we go. Joel's ready. Got you got your mic ready? Oh, Joel, Joel's doing the LeBron right now. I'm doing the LeBron because the stand is... Uh, Joel got the... feeling a little stubborn right now. Yeah, took the mic I'm off the stand. Say... He's holding the mic. He's doing the LeBron right now. I'm going to say it's about time for some new mic stands for us, guys. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we got to splurge. No, nah, man. We got a good one over here. It's good. Yeah. It's good. How'd you get that one every time? In case you missed it. Uh, in case you missed it. Marcus and Markeith Morris were found not guilty in their aggravated assault oh. trial. Woo! <laughs> Just waiting for that. <laughs> Freedom, baby! Freedom! <laughs> uh, the twins, along with associate... Freedom Morris's! Gerald Bauman were arrested back in 2015 in Phoenix after, after Eric Hood was jumped outside of a high school, high school basketball tournament. According to a police report, uh, three men, including Julius Kane and Christopher Melendez... Actually, both those guys pleaded guilty before the trial. Jesus, using government names, huh? Yeah, you go. That's that's that's. Hey, I told you, I got I got I got the got deets. The deets. I had the hey, deets. Hey, Sean, why don't you read the affidavit, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was those two those two gentlemen and a third unidentified man assaulted the 36 year old Philly native. So witnesses placed the Morris twins at the game and outside in the parking lot, but there was no evidence that suggested that they were involved in the attack. Hell yeah! A local uh, barber. He testified that uh, Bauman was not present on the night in question because he was getting a haircut. Additionally, witness tampering was brought to the state's attention by the defense after witness testified that a video operator who saw the assault from afar was offered money from an, out- from an associate of Hood to testify that the Morris twins were involved in the beating. Also, there was text messages that surfaced <laughs> she was from Hood. TV. Dun, dun. <laughs> That's uh, Law and Order. Same thing. <laughs> you know, there's the law and then there's the order part. That's true. But uh, also text messages surfaced uh, that were sent from Hood stating that he allegedly. was going to get that he was going to. Yeah, yeah. Well, alleged. Well, this is, this is court documents. So alleged. Just, okay. Court documents. All right. I mean, this is actually helping the Morris twins. So I don't know why oh, you're, you're, okay. you're defending. I thought you were shitting on them. Right, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, def- I'm, I'm reading what what. Hood apparently. Oh, the guy who got beat up was the guy. Yeah, yes, ah. yes. So he, there was text messages sent from Hood that suggest that he was going to get a, quote, huge payday by suing the Morris Twins. So there's that. Marcus has rejoined the Celtics. Is in, he's, right now he's currently in Boston. Back where he's supposed to be. As they prepare to take on the 76ers' thoughts. Damn right. Told you he, was, <laughs> told you he wasn't guilty. Marcus Morris is about to be a beast this year. <laughs> I just think they just, just because they were there and people saw them there, that this dude, Hood, who actually has known the Morris twins for a long time. And it was his mom that they was hitting on. Well, allegedly. Well, I mean, I don't know how allegedly, much that right? Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy ass whooped. Because that they were there, and these other two gentlemen that pled guilty to the assault, but the third guy was never identified, and they made it, and, and Hood just tried to, tried to finagle somehow by saying all of these dudes jumped him, including the Morris twins, because the Morris twins just happened to take off. Speeding out of the parking lot or whatever. So pretty much they set it up, but they had nothing to do with the actual beatings. That pretty was, much. That's that was what that was going to be. My, that was my conclusion. Lee. <laughs> Allegedly, I don't think the Morris twins had anything to do with it. They just got good friends. Well, there was motive that no one talks about. But what do you want to put them on trial on Causeway Street? No, I'm no. I'm just saying that. Just like, just like uh, Listen, the gavel pounded. Just not like, guilty. Just like, just like Denzel Washington right. said in Training Day, and I quote. It's not what you know, it's what you can prove. And obviously, they weren't able to prove that the Twins had anything to do with it. So, Marcus is back on the Celtics. What's that Jay-Z song, Not Guilty? What's that, what's that song you, you got when he, when he was freed? Oh, uh, Guilty to Proven Innocent? Yeah. The, uh, the one with R. Kelly? Hmm. Not the one I'm thinking of. Whatever. But, I mean, <laughs> not guilty. All right? 
Not guilty. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the last way to talk about guilty. B. The Morrises have character issues. They don't. All right. Maybe Markeith does. Marcus does not. <laughs> all right. All right. What else we miss? The better twin. The better, uh, we got the better twin. Uh, in case you missed it, John is onto the Kumpo recently tweeted out to uh, the Bucks fans about his uh, possible return. The all-star forward has been away from the team and away from Milwaukee since the passing of his father last Friday night. He did return to practice, though, uh, earlier this week, but he did not play in the Bucks' first preseason game against the Mavericks on Monday. So, Any word on what happened? No, they still. I still haven't seen anything. To me, this just motivates him even more to you know do his thing mm-hmm. for the Bucks. The NBA will ditch this all-star, original all-star game format this season of East versus West, and instead we'll have two captains that will select the, the teams regardless of which conference the player plays in. So the, the top two players from each conference that win the most fan votes will be the captains. All-star voting will begin on Christmas Day. Starters will be announced on January 18th, and the reserves on the 25th. So how many? Uh, but the voting system stays the same. So like, how like many? Last how many people is LeBron going to go through before uh, he just keeps looking over Kyrie Irving, or does Kyrie Irving get picked same like with second Westbrook. or third on the West? Same thing with Westbrook. Westbrook gets per first pick. I mean, he could. Is he going to pick Durant? Well, last season the two vote getters was, from each conference was LeBron and, and Steph. Steph Curry, yeah. So yeah. that if that happens again this year, they but would you, be captains. But you, oh, I thought it was Westbrook. No. It was Curry. No, it was Westbrook Curry. didn't even make the. It wasn't even a starter last year. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? We, we we talked about that. Westbrook will be probably number one this year, though. Will he? Mm. Could be Westbrook. Could be Durant. Could be. Could be Harden. Could be, uh, Harden. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. You could guys. be second. Well, I third, I hope fourth. I hope it's Westbrook. He's got the most beef. Heck, you could even there. be fifth. Hey Zach, does this bring any uh, extra excitement to the All Star game or no? I like it. I think it's been a while that since the All Star Games really had uh, really had something to look forward to. <laughs> I mean, it's really. Hey it, man, I love All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend is still great, but no. the All Star Game itself is yeah. The last like the last two years have the been last, yeah. the worst, the La- fucking worst. Yeah. Last year was the, was probably the worst. They need to shake it up. Last somehow. year was probably the worst. The worst yeah, in like twenty years. Like that, it was they, awful. They need and to shake the it year up. before was probably the second worst. And you know what I want? <laughs> I want them to put some fucking money on it. Like a like <laughs> like the winning team, you get a million fucking dollars. Well, like ta- that's that's it. So people play for it. Yeah, no, but they're no, they're discussing like charity. Because the game, yes, the game's gonna be, be the game's gonna be, be in LA, so they can pick well, an I LA just, charity or they can pick their own. charity. I just want to yeah. see the competitive factor. I mean, that's what we used to see in the late '90s, early yeah, 2000s. You know what I mean? Like, like teams actually wanted, they cared about the game. You know, the first quarter or so was, was the showtime, and those last three quarters was about the actual game. So maybe this will help. Heck, maybe there'll be some Twitter beefs before. You know what I mean? Like, you know, hyping it up, like. I don't know WWE style. What if Russell <laughs> talking what smack if Russell, to each other? What if Russell becomes a captain and he picks KD? He won't. No, that won't happen. But you know, <laughs> what if? I don't know. What if LeBron picks KD and and Westbrook is like, I'm not scared of you two. We'll beat both of you guys. You know what I mean? Like even something like that. Westbrook would add Harden. so much more excitement to the game. Because Westbrook's not picking a warrior on his team. He's not. I, no. just, I just can't see him going and being like, Hey, Steph, come on, let's play. No, he's not going to do that, man. He, he's going <laughs> to avoid the Warriors at all costs. It comes down to the last pick. It's like Draymond Green and like Porzingis. Right. Zinger. Let's go, bro. <laughs> like you, didn't, you actually didn't even make the All-Star team, but you're on my team, baby. I pulled some strings, man. I got you in there. Watch. Watch. It's, gonna, it's probably going to be like Kyrie Irving as a captain in the in the East and like, I don't know, some, some, somebody random. LeBron's going to be the captain, man. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I yeah, yeah, I, um, I know. Okay. LeBron's gonna be. LeBron's been the leading vote getter for what uh, ever since like 2004. Yeah, since, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I just Forever 2004. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of uh, Russell Westbrook, Mr. MVP signed a five-year, 205 million dollar extension that will go into effect at the beginning of next season. The OKC Thunder will owe their franchise player now 233 million between now. And the end of the 2022-23 season. It's a lot of money. So all you Laker fans can go kick rocks because league MVP ain't going nowhere. Yep. And I don't think Paul George is either now. Well, because of this move. I mean, we'll we'll see about Paul George still, but. And and he and and guess when he signed this deal. The, the what? On Kevin Durant's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Hey, now let. No, that's dude, true. It was no bullshit. I know, but <laughs> is that a coincidence or is that is that something that you think? He no, did it on purpose. No, I don't think it's a coincidence. I just think. So you think he did it on purpose? You no, think I think like, I think he signed it before, but I think OKC announced it 
on that day on purpose. Cold-blooded. After all he's been saying all summer, like <laughs> with his fake Twitter cold handles and shit. Cold-blooded. It's fucking great. It's it great. is. That's great. That is great, but fucking cold. All right. In case you missed it, Paul Pierce will officially join the NBA on ESPN analyst crew, you know, even though he's been on there for a little while now. But the truth will appear on NBA Countdown on ESPN and ABC before and during games and also continue to appear on the jump weekdays on ESPN. Like to show. me, other than other than like Doug Collins and Hubie Brown, maybe even Tim Legner, I, I can't stand anybody else on that on on ESPN. Not a big Chauncey fan, huh? Nah, I'm not feeling Chauncey. Yeah, Chauncey's all right. Yeah, he's okay. I can't stand Jalen Rose. I know um, that. Can't know stand Stephen uh, Stephen Jackson. He's awful. Stephen Jackson's fucking. Stephen awful. Jackson's at the uh, yeah. He's on ESPN. Though. Main contributor. He's he's been on ESPN a lot this mm. summer. Yeah, I think it's a good pickup for them. Man, it's gonna be weird. First year without Paul Pierce. Huh? That sort of suck. I was hoping first I mean, regular season without Paul Pierce. But yeah, you know what? I was hoping he'd be on TNT. Like, That's what I thought too. Yeah. But we kind of saw this coming. The last yeah, two I mean, NBA Finals, he's been yeah. Like, yeah the ESPN sort of been they've been eyeing him. They've been grooming him and shit. They probably like had like a little verbal agreement, like, hey, when you finally do hang him up, you, your first stop should be here, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah, it's all good. Good for Paul. Just would have been great to have like area 21-34. Yeah. Just something. Oh, like both <laughs> of them together. Yeah, yeah. KG would, and Paul Pierce has their own show. Yeah, dude. yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll come back. He'll stop by, especially when uh when when he gets the number retired. But you think no, but you'll think he'll be able to do that? Being contractual under, agreement. Yeah. I mean, he can be on as a guest. He doesn't have to be in like Studio J. Uh, all right. After he just gets his number retired, come on. Like, if I want to hang out with KG, let me hang out with KG. All right. But I don't know. We'll see. Either way, uh, yeah, they definitely their staff got a little better. Cool. It's a good pickup for them. I mean, Paul's not the best analyst, but... He's good. He's good. I didn't say the best, but he's good. He's good. Well, I mean, compared to all those names he just said, I mean... Chauncey? I mean, truthfully, if we weren't Paul Pierce fans, I don't think we would be like, oh, Paul Pierce is so good at this. I don't know. He's not bad. I mean, he's gotten better, you know? Zach, what do you think? He's not bad. He's still got some work to do, but... Um, I mean, he's got a personality, and he knows what he's talking about, which is, I mean, that's 90% of it right there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Go. You know, he's better than what they have. Like the people that, that, that like the good. little round table of people that come in on different days, like Scotty Pippen, Tracy McGrady. Like I'm sorry, yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to hit Tracy McGrady. Hey, as long as he, as long as he doesn't become buddy buddy with Brian Windhurst, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> or Chris Broussard. Oh, the worst. <laughs> no, Chris Broussard is on the other. Is on Fox now. Mm. Well, they both suck wherever they are. Yeah, it's true. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was worth mentioning because he sucked. <laughs> yeah, well, you hear that, Brian? You suck. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> LeBron! In case you missed it, Jay-Z, Winhurst, dude. who performed on SNL last weekend, was asked by the NFL a few weeks ago to perform during the halftime of the Super Bowl this year, to which Jigaman said, hell no, I got morals. He said that. Said that. Oh, no kidding. Hove obviously supports uh, Kaepernick and his movement and has boycotted the NFL this season. So the NFL decided to go with Justin what? Timberlake what? instead. What? How yeah. does that make any fucking sense? Jay-Z, he's, he's, he, boycotted he boycotted the NFL? Yeah, he boycotted the NFL. So you, if you boycott the NFL... Trump you gonna, told I, you to boycott the NFL. To go against Kaepernick. And that's what you're doing to go... No, no, he's boycotting the NFL. With Kaepernick? He's what boycott, the fuck does that even mean? He's boycotting the NFL. Because Kaepernick doesn't have a job? Exactly. That's why he's boycotting the NFL. Yeah, but I think this report came out before the, the Trump comments. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Dude. yeah. I don't know. Play the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a sick Super Bowl halftime show. He's already... Said that he's boycotting the NFL. Oh, okay, I'll do a Super Bowl. Fine. Yeah. Like, really? Well, I mean, I, yeah. I'm gonna listen true. to Justin friggin' Timberlake. I mean, after he said that, yeah, he can't just be like, "Oh, you guys want me to?" Oh, all right, yeah, I'll do it. You know, what I mean, yeah. he he already made a statement. So, like, Jay, Jay, so, were you serious about that? Like, come on, we're, we're about to, you know, offer you some dough. You can bring on Beyonce. You know, I don't know, whatever you fucking want to do. No, he's not gonna do it. He's like, no, nah, Beyonce already did it, so no, nah, she can't come on stage with me. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think he Beyonce is like? I did it before. What the fuck is what what? What are you saying, Jay? <laughs> I, I just this sort of pissed me off just because that would be sick and like yeah. you can. No, I you're mean, right. it would have been. It would have who, been. Who, who's that chick um, that flipped off the cameras? That you got the biggest. If you want to protest anything, you now have the biggest stage. To the do most something. people watching yeah. you. Well, if it was, you can do it. Like, no, why wouldn't you. you take that and run with it? No, I got why you. Why are you taking the easy way out and boycotting it? If it wasn't well known that he's boycotted, he's like said it. On multiple yeah, because then leading up to it, everyone's going to be like, oh, he's yeah. a sellout. Yeah, he's a sellout and, and all this other shit. He's just going for the dough. Nope. Like, Donate your dough to charity and then make a when statement on the biggest. When he says that he's boycotting the Grammys, he's not going to show up at the Grammys. But literally, this is the it's, most watched concert all year. 
This is the most eyes you'll have on your the biggest stage, literally, all year. You can do whatever you want to. Know what I heard Justin's gonna do? And now though? Justin's gonna be like, No, no, but yeah. Know what he's gonna do? He can't do that song because that's Jay's song as yeah, well. And he'll just play the Jay Z verse. <laughs> he's gonna the bring, game boycott Jay Z. You guys didn't hear what he's gonna do? He'll FaceTime him. He's gonna bring out Jan Jackson, bro. Oh, nice. He'll bring him back out. T- shirtless <laughs> And this time she's going to have a bra on It's going to be hilarious nice. Can't wait be- Oh yeah it's going to be awesome same exact dance Ah Justin Timberlake So funny oh, He's so funny He's like You know he can sing He can act He's funny He'll bring Jimmy Fallon on there To do a little He's good looking too thing. You know Yeah maybe they'll do some You know what Maybe he'll just do like Carpool karaoke The entire time <laughs> Fucking corny Stupid Jay-Z, you fucked us over, man. You Jeez. screwed us out of a great halftime show. Like, really? Like, okay. Really? Other than Justin, like, who would you want to be at the halftime show? I'm surprised show? that the NFL went, went rap, though. Yes. They the haven't N- gone rap in a while. The NFL never goes rap. Ever since, the the, NFL, ever since that incident with you know Janet. What? Just fucking let Bruno Mars fucking do it every year, then. If if you're if you're not going to... If, if people are going to be like, no, he I don't want to do the Super Dem halftime show. He put on a good show, though, did he not? I like Bruno Mars. Right. I've seen him five times at the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> It'd be nice to have wasn't one of the better, best rappers of all better, time. Wasn't he better than Lady, Lady Gaga last year? Uh, people love Lady Gaga, though. Whatever. <laughs> Jay Z. I can't even tell you about the point. I was so mad at that. Best rappers of all time. He has the biggest stage. He wants to make. You know what? We want to give shit to LeBron James. We want to give shit to LeBron James. He comes out and speaks his mind and says it. Whatever he doesn't care. If you give somebody this big of a stage and you're supposed to be a symbol of, you know, of you want to you want to speak up for equality. You want to make a statement. And you just say, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do that. I'm, so, I'm going to protest it instead. So we'll forget about this in a week, and no one's going to be talking about this shit. Instead, you could do something that lasts literally forever on stage. It's not like he's never going to do it. It's just this one. Wait, wait, wait like two years. This is... This wait is, like two years. And this is... Be all right. This and that last album is how I know Jay-Z is now soft as fuck. <laughs> I was waiting for them to bring that back to he's that. He's a grown man. Leave him alone, man. Yeah, he's fucking... Just go fucking go sit in your recliner, Jay Z. Friggin' I don't know what. It, put your slippers on, fucking old man. Man, go watch. Go watch some HGTV with Beyonce. Oh, man, that's some harsh words, man. I don't like this. I don't I'm like just this. saying. Well, this in case you missed it, it's brought to you by the CLNS mobile app. Download the CLNS mobile app to your iPhone or Android to enjoy the best in online sports coverage, including the Causeway Street podcast. Also, give us a follow on all social media platforms. Uh, we are still looking for experienced writers, by the way. Those samples are coming in, but you know we we need we need some more. We need some more folks. Yeah, so if you're out there, DM us on. Uh, if you're out there in college and you're slide, uh, slide, slide into our DMs. Journalism. We were looking for a little way to get your stuff out on the interwebs. Hit us up. Be a part of the be a part of the team if you enjoy the NBA. You don't have to be a Celtics fan if you enjoy the NBA. Hit us up. Yeah, we we probably need a Western Conference writer. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever you feel like. Well, because we've only been begging Tim for like two years <laughs> yeah, now. He just don't don't rely on Tim. Yeah. Shout hey, out to him though. He is getting married. In case you missed it, Get Tim is getting knees. married. <laughs> Tim's getting married this weekend. Timmy Timmy Tuntun, our resident Suns fan, tying next, the knot. So next time we talk to him, he'll be a, a married man. Married man. There you go. Shout out to Tim. And that is it for. In case you missed it. All right. Hey, Zach, thanks for coming through, man. Appreciate yes, it. Thanks, Zach. No problem, Jim. I'm doing it all again soon. Go yeah, Pistons. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Later. Talk to you later. You can also head over to uh, CloudWithSheetBlog.com for your Celtics training camp and preseason coverage. Plus, there's a, there's a piece up there from Jay, uh, about Jalen Brown in a recent interview with Complex where the second-year vet had a lot to say about the uh, Kyrie Irving for IT trade. So check that out over at CausewayStreetBlog.com. Anything else, guys, you want to add before we... No, I got nothing. Yeah, no, I'm good. No, you don't want no more... No more... uh, No more words to the statue man? Nope. All right, cool. Oh, statue man? Yeah. I'm going to practice soon. (laughs) You got to get that going. Just tell me the time and place. Well, on that note, we'll talk to you next week. Go Red Sox! We'll preview. We'll go deep into the Celtics. By by that time, we'll have a couple more preseason... Games under their belts, so Sox we got more to we got more to uh, to discuss. And oh yeah, Red Sox as well. Sox got a chance, dude. What do we think? Uh, Sox in five against go, the Strohs, huh? It's gonna go. It's gonna go. Paula all called the way. them the Houston Asteroids today. The Asteroids. Die laughing, <laughs> dying laughing. <laughs> and I go. Say, she say, did say that. Say that. Say that one more time. <laughs> She's like, no, the Astros. He goes. 
That's not what you said. <laughs> say, it, say it how you said it before. The future was like, the, the droids, dude? <laughs> the droids, dude. Uh, that's one thing I'm never going to let her live down. Let's play off baseball, man. All right, guys. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Go See you guys. I'm sure by now all of you are aware of the horrible act of violence that claimed the lives of 59 souls and left over 600 injured in Las Vegas on Monday morning. It goes without saying, but my thoughts and prayers are with the victims' families and all those affected by what is being called the worst mass shooting in this country's history. Only a year and a half after the club shooting in Orlando, not to mention all other mass shootings in schools, malls, and movie theaters, just to name a few. And quite frankly, I'm tired of sending thoughts and prayers after the fact. When is actual change going to come? How many more of these shootings have to occur before a conversation actually takes place about this nation's laws and access to these guns? I mean, with this bum, with this piece of garbage in office right now, who prefers to play over 80 or some odd days of golf since being inaugurated in January, or dedicate golf trophies to hurricane victims, than to affect real change in this country that will benefit us all? If he's in denial about what's going on, we will continue to see these acts of evil that will keep topping their predecessor as the largest mass shooting or massacres the country has ever seen. I'm pretty sure that despite the country being divided as it is right now, we can all agree on one thing, and that is that we all want to be safe. But at what cost? It's time to take action, and it begins with us talking, not pretending like it doesn't exist, or hiding from it because we couldn't imagine it happening to us or a loved one. We have to have the conversation. I was with Sean and Josue, along with many others, at the Kid Cudi Show in Boston, at an outdoor venue on Sunday night. We had the best time ever, only to wake up the following day to the news of others enjoying a music show, similar to us only hours before, only to be terrorized by a psycho with multiple guns. This truly breaks my heart, and it angers me at the same time. Could not fathom the thought of a gunman opening fire while many were to partake in one of life's many joys, music. But I also can't ignore the fact that this is becoming a regular occurrence. I just want to know when does it all end, though? We can't all be armed, nor should we be. But if what happened on Monday isn't a clear sign that something has to change, then I don't know what will. No more violence. No more mass shootings. It's time for peace.